Welcome into the Sports Objective. We really appreciate you tuning in whenever and however you're watching and listening, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, you can find us. A lot of excitement, so much anticipation for this weekend's Greenville Regional. Um, you know, two national championship uh, winners headed to Clark McClellan Stadium in the University of Virginia and Coastal Carolina, who won the title back in 2016. Right now, very excited to be joined by the longtime head coach of the Chanticleers, and that's, of course, 27th year head coach Gary Gilmore. Coach, we appreciate your time this morning. Listen, thank you very much for having me on, and uh, we, we look very forward to uh, an incredible uh, experience and atmosphere there in Greenville. No doubt, should be a tremendous weekend of baseball. Um, and, you know, Coach, before we really dive into some of the specifics of your club, you know, just talk about what you've been able to accomplish there at your alma mater. You know, so much success, and uh, obviously, you know, when people think of Coastal, they, they think of um, – Obviously, a tremendous um, tradition, but then that 2016 national title. Uh, no, no doubt, we're uh, we're we're a program has been very, very blessed. Uh, you know, myself personally have been incredibly blessed. Uh, at, at a bunch of crossroads in my life, and uh, good Lord put me down this path and uh, gave me an opportunity to to coach at the place I dreamed of coaching from the time I played here, and um, you know just. So very fortunate uh, to, to have the opportunity to be here and, uh, you know, I've watched our program and our university kind of grow up hand in hand over these years. And uh, it's been really a cool, cool thing to watch and see and uh, very, very proud of both our program and our university. You know, that's something I've certainly admired from afar, you know, being an East Carolina guy myself, but, uh, you know, Cliff Godwin's loyalty to East Carolina when he's had the opportunity to leave. I'm sure you've had the chance to leave, but, uh, you know, you you love doing what you're doing and um, doing it at your alma mater, a place that means so much to you. That's something that, uh, you know, I've always respected. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I I, I know that, uh, you know, that that Cliff is uh, in the same boat. You know, he, he's, you know, I, I know that he wants to be the guy that uh, that gets, gets East Carolina to – to Omaha and, you know, heck, he, he's done an incredible job there and uh, just can't say enough great things about him. And, you know, what Coach Oak has done in Virginia just, you know, speaks for itself. Certainly. And, uh, you know, diving into your club, 36-18-1, um, and 21-8-1 in the Sunbelt Conference. And uh, before we dive into uh, your club specifically, man, what a what a league the Sunbelt is. Uh, four teams in the tournament. Um, and then you, you also have Georgia Southern hosting. Oh, there's no doubt. No, it's uh, it was the best uh, single year, you know, since we've been in the, the Sun Belt these uh, four or five oh. years. It's, the, you know, the best collective top to bottom. I mean, you know, the, the, the teams that aren't in the tournament, there was, you know, Troy Troy was very good. Georgia State was outstanding. I mean, there, there are some really, really good teams in our league. And, uh you know, it, it was a dogfight all year with, with everybody, and I, I'm so very happy for Coach Hennon and, and his program. He's, you know, he's got some uh, older guys that have been with him for four and five years that have just played great from, from pitch one in the beginning of the year. They have been awesome, and, uh, you know, I wish them and, and Texas State and Lafayette all uh, great success, but, you know, what 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 Georgia Southern did was, uh, was very, very special, having been a 
part of a couple of those. Those don't come along very often in a mid-major coach's career uh, where you actually get to host and are one of the 16 best teams in the country. And not to deviate too much off the task at hand, you know, but uh, in the future and then some belts bringing in programs like Southern Miss and Old Dominion. Southern Miss hosting a regional this year. They've been to Omaha. And then obviously Old Dominion was a number one seed a year ago. And uh, many people thought they deserved to be in the tournament this year. Oh, absolutely. No, Finney did, has done an incredible job there. And, you know, Southern Miss, man, a lot. They just, you know, they're, they're an absolute machine uh, every single year. Uh, I know they have one of the best pitching staffs in the country. And, you know, we're going to welcome them into the league, but also is making, making life a lot more miserable over here on this end. There's just getting to be so many good schools. But, you know, at the end, I, ho I hope that just means, you know, that getting, you know, three, four, and five teams in out of the Sun Belt becomes routine in this moving forward uh, that, you know, that we can be good enough to rival some of the power five schools with from top to bottom in baseball. Looking at your ball club, you know, when I think about coastal Carolina baseball down through the years, I think of you know, teams that can really hit uh, or very aggressive on the base pass. Uh, this club certainly seems to be uh, right there as well, fitting that mold, you know, stealing right at 90 bases and then, and, um, you know, hitting close to 300 as a team with more than 70 home runs. No, this team, this team is a well-rounded team. You know, we uh, we kind of treaded water there for a while uh, after I think we got off to like a six and one or seven and one start. And we had some guys get hurt and we went through about a month, month and a half where we just kind of treaded water trying to figure out how to change roles when you got two of your best pitchers out, your catcher breaks his hand. And, you know, we had some other dings and, and things along the way as well. So, you know, uh, once, once the guys kind of started to heal up and we started getting some, some continuity in our rotation and, and able to, you know, kind of whittle our, whittle our rotation player wise down to, you know, 12 or 13 guys, uh, you know, we started to, gained some momentum and, uh, you know, last 25, 30 games, uh, you know, we, we played pretty well. If you would, uh, let's hone in on your club offensively. Uh, Tyler Johnson hitting 366, 17 bombs, 56 runs driven in. Now tell us about Tyler and then also some of those other top bats you have in your lineup. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler's been uh, absolutely incredible. You know, he's his ability to hit, hit the long ball at, any moment in time and every at bat, every swing is, uh, you know, something that, uh, you know, we really didn't have last year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, he's kind of gave us he's he's distances from people at times. And he's also had one swing of the bat that's brought us back and brought us back into games. And, uh, he's just, he's been very, very, very good. You know, the last 40, 45 games, he got off to a little bit of a slow start, but, once he got able, was able to play pretty steady. Uh, you know, he, he's just been unbelievable. I mean, he's one of the better all-around power-hitting guys we've had in, in quite a while. And uh, you know, we, you know, our lineup kind of revolves around uh, Austin White, our leadoff hitter. He kind of makes us go. Uh, great on-base guy, uh, leads us in stolen bases, and uh, incredible defensive center fielder. Uh, Eric Brown, our shortstop, should. Be a significant draft pick uh, here this coming uh, July, and uh, you know he, he's just an all-around really good player. He can, you know, there 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 are games at times when you know he is just flat out the best ball player in the in the ballpark on both sides, and uh, you know hopefully he can 
have a weekend like that where he's he's that kind of guy for for a few days and you know we've uh you know we got uh chris rolling our first baseman he he got off to a really really slow start and kind of was platooning for about half of the year and then you know he started to you could see it starting to turn in our batting practice sessions and our opportunities to work so i just started running him out there and i mean he's been a shot in the arm big time uh uh, force in, in the cleanup pole and um, you know Dale Thomas uh, Dale Thomas one of the leading hitters in the country and uh, our first weekend in conference he got he got smoked with a 92 93 mile fastball square in the head and uh, you know he was out for about 10 days and uh, you know he, he really went through a period for about 30 days he was just not the same player and uh, you know last about three weeks he's played really really well again and you know just Kind of gives us an opportunity to have a you know a very deep lineup when when he's playing well and doing things and you know those 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 guys are uh, you know the main part uh, of our lineup we've had uh, we've had uh, Graham Brown our outfielder uh, really was hitting the majority of the year in, in the in the eight hole and uh, you you look up man he he started turning the corner about a month ago and heck he's one of our leading hitters. And, you know he's he's moved up in the order to six and seven. So uh, you know he's he's really come on as of late. And uh, you know th- those guys are probably the main cogs in our lineup at this point. Shifting over to the pitching side, um, you talked about your rotation developing as the year went on. Uh, you know, if you would tell us about you got two guys at the the front of that rotation that have a combined fourteen and two record, an ERA below three, and opponents are hitting just two twenty something against them. Yeah, you know, Reed Van Scotter has been, you know, a godsend to us. I mean, he was, you know, he, last year was his first year out of out of Tommy John and uh, surgery, and he, you know, he was good uh, at times, but never could really kind of truly find it and, and, and consistently give us what he would show you uh, uh, little glimpses of. And uh, this year he put it all together and has been able to maintain and hold it. And, uh, you know, he is uh, – He's a he's a classic throwback to my generation. He's a left-handed sinker ball guy that throws a ton of strikes, has a has a good breaking ball and change up, but he can really pound the strikes on and uh, you know, he throws a ton of ground balls. I think he gives up like 65-70% ground balls and uh, you know, in the day and the age of the ball flying out of the ballpark, uh, being out being, being able to keep the ball in the park especially here at our stadium at home, we, you know, our our yard is very nice, but it's not very spacious. And, uh, you know, it, it tends to – you get those coastal winds and, you know, you're, you're getting a 10 to 15-mile-an-hour wind blowing out the majority of the time. And so, you know, anyone that can throw sinkers in this ballpark, uh, you know, is a, is a huge uh, blessing to us when we get one. And he's, he's been unbelievable. Uh, Michael Knorr is a transfer that uh, has really kind of – blown up on the scene, so to speak. Uh, you know, I mean, he was a guy that worked really hard last summer. And uh, once he decided to come here and you know, made some adjustments and did some things, and, you know, he's gone from being a 91, 92-mile-an-hour guy at Cal Fullerton to, I mean, he's been, you know, uh, there are times he's been up to 99. He normally pitches about 83, I mean, 93 to about 97, and uh, throws a ton of strikes. Guy, young man. Most guys that throw real hard tend to scatter the ball and give you opportunities through walks and things. Him, if anything, he may 
actually throw too many strikes at Tumps. And, uh, you know, if there is such a thing, but, uh, you know, he, he has a unique combination of great velocity with, with, with very good secondary stuff, but also those tons of strikes. You, you have to hit him to beat him. And uh, same with Van Scotter. Those two guys have been great. And uh, Nick Parker, our, our third star, older starter, he, he's been absolutely at times he's been as good as these two guys have been, uh, bringing a different type of repertoire to the table, a 90-91 mile-an-hour fastball with four-picks mix of curve, slider, and change. And, you know, when, when he commands them, those pitches, uh, I mean, he's thrown some incredible games for us. You know, we didn't win them all, but it was surely what wasn't his fault. You know, he got beat three to two at, at Georgia Southern, and you know we we, sh- we very much should have should have had a chance to win that game. And you know he's thrown a couple of others uh, here. Our last game against South Alabama, he just dominated a team that basically ten runs us the day before. And so uh, you know he he has the ability to to be a great starter for us as well. Coach, moving into the weekend, um, have you made a decision yet? Have you guys announced the starter for Friday evening's game against UVA? No, we're we're still we're still at a point we're gathering uh, information at this point, just trying to really do through all the analytics of the teams and and try to figure out what our best matchup is. But it'll, it'll either be uh, Nor or Van Scott or one of the two. Right. Um, you know, taking a look at your bullpen, uh, one of the things that jumped out, um, you know. As a couple teams in this regional are kind of in this situation, you you have East Carolina and they have eleven pitchers with saves. Uh, You guys have seven. Yeah, we're we're we kind of you know one of the things we did when we went out recruiting last year is our starting pitching uh, depth that really waned in the program. So we we used between recruiting and incoming guys and 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 taking portal guys. you know, we went out and found some starting pitching. And, you know, the one thing I, I discovered after all these years of coaching is, you know, guys that are used to being starting pitchers very, very, especially when they're 22, 23 years old, uh, don't take very, very kindly to uh, going into the bullpen if they have to go to the bullpen. And it kind of messes up their mental psyche. And so basically I had to kind of go back to a, uh, an old uh, – minor league uh, type philosophy where, you know, they you team one guy up with another and they kind of piggyback off of one another so that the reliever knows he's throwing, what day he's throwing, when he's throwing. And, you know, we, we started doing that and it kind of turned our season around. You know, we just matched up certain guys with, with guys so that analytically they kind of were a little bit different uh, so that went to a bullpen guy, it'd be a different look for the hitters, but, you know, trying to, trying to keep our, our starters' pitch counts under control, keep them, you know, at a max of 100, and we could get them out at the end of six innings. And in the 90s, we were, you know, we would take them out and, you know, we would use whatever bullpen piece we had to if we needed to in the middle of an inning to bridge to get to the, the piggyback guy and then basically just had to ride that guy either two or three innings and you win or lose with that guy. And, uh, you know, it, it – uh, the guys have really bought into it, and they have a lot of pride in not letting the guy that works so hard to get to the seventh inning, whatever, to, to let them down. And, uh, you know, those guys have been awesome so far. Final thing for you, Coach. Uh, obviously, this time of year, postseason baseball, you know, you, you know, you expect a dogfight no matter who, you, who you're playing. That goes without saying. But, you know, what are your thoughts on some of the uh, 
opponents as you move into this weekend's Greenville Regional? Well, I mean, you know, Coach Oak and, and Coach Mike at Virginia, I mean, you know, they won a national championship. They they were runner-up one year. They, you know, they traditionally, since they've been there, have one of the best teams in the country. They will be extremely talented. They will be very disciplined and very well coached. And they will play extremely hard, and they will play extremely smart. And so, you know, I, I know what we're up against there. You know, if we – end up uh, getting an opportunity to play East Carolina. I know, know that, uh, you know, Cliff's team will, will be very, very scrappy. You know, they're a little bit uncharacteristically uh, more scrappy this year than they have been in the past, uh, so to speak. They've been more kind of the Bronx Bombers in the past, and, you know, they've got a couple guys that do that. But, you know, they got a whole lot of just – doubles and scrappy guys that, that, that battle you with that bats. And, you know, their, their fielding percentage is like 983, which is absolutely unheard of on a, on a natural surface. So, you know, they're going to play great defense and, you know, they have a unique thing. I, I've looked at, you know, a bunch of their, their box scores and games, just trying to get a feel for them just on paper. And, you know, they, they're using anywhere from four to six or seven guys almost every game out of, out of, in their pitching staff, you know, so they just kind of, as soon as one guy falters just a little bit, they have a, a different look or a different type guy we run out there. And sometimes it may be for one hitter, it may be for four or five hitters, but they just keep mixing and matching. And, you know, heck man, their ERAs are really good. They, they, you know, they're, they're going to be a handful as well. As always, Coach, we appreciate your time. Um, you've been very generous with this morning. Uh, you know, safe travels to you and, Coastal Carolina as you travel up the coast, and um, we'll see you this weekend in Greenville. Sounds great. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me on.